there, and welcome to Babies and the Bachelor. I'm Chandler. And I'm Allison. I'm We're just two moms who enjoy watching trashy like TV. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> Hopefully you just listened to our... You're going to make me be able to laugh. Yeah, Probably. <laughs> Hopefully you just listened to our episode 7 mini-sode. If you didn't, go listen to it before this one. We just talked a little bit, a quick recap of the last episode since we skipped Thanksgiving week, but we still wanted to give you something. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it, though. Yes. Lots of thoughts. Yes. Lots of opinions. I just want to go on a little mini rant about my issues trying to watch this freaking episode. <laughs> I was worried you weren't going to be able to watch it. I know. I was like, no, I have to watch it. So I don't know what it is, but I tried to watch it on ABC last night and this error code kept popping up uh. and it would not go away. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to watch it on Hulu. <laughs> so I watched it on Hulu, but every time I like paused it and had to step away to where it would go to like the screensaver mm. and I'd have to open it back up again. It had some weird error and it was like I was using some anonymous server to watch it. Yeah. But I wasn't. That's so weird. <laughs> I was just watching on the fire stick and so I restarted the app. I restarted the fire stick. <laughs> Nothing. Every now and then like I tried a couple times and then it would show but the longer I watched <laughs> it the more it happened. Oh my God. And so I only had 11 minutes left and it would not come oh back my on. That is so annoying. I know. And it was right before the Noah and Bennett two on one. I was like, no, I can't do the episode without knowing what they talk about and what happens. I can't do it. And so I tried again and I tried again and I tried on ABC and the ABC app is like, <laughs> <laughs> you like Asher, huh? What was that? What was that? Tell me what was that noise? So I tried watching on the ABC app, and it was like, you are not in the United States. It's only available in the United States and its territories. I'm like, I'm sitting here in my front living room in South Carolina. What is happening? Like, then where am I? I know. So I pulled up Hulu on my phone because I was like, maybe it's the fire stick. And I got the same error. So I'm like, I don't know what it is. It's something with the internet. So I just walked around the house and cleaned up and I just got an echo dot. And so every time I walked in here, I'm like, she might do it. Alexa, play The Bachelorette on Hulu. Sorry, I'm having trouble. Please try it in a little while. I thought she might hear me. But I just did that every now and then until... One time I said it, and then I heard it start up. I'm like, okay, I have to watch it real quick. <laughs> so I finally got to watch the last 11 minutes. I still don't know what the problem was, but I watched it. But she got to watch it. <laughs> it took forever between a baby and whatever that issue was, but I watched it. Here, I'll put her on the floor over there, and you can play with her. So there's lots of kids in here. Can you share your popcorn? Mmm. There we go. It's probably going to be noisy because we've got all three kids in a little room, but as long as they're happy, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
We'll just dive right in. Taisha says she woke up anxious. She's overwhelmed and needs advice. JoJo's here. Was it not last week, but the week before we were wondering when she would come yeah. on? Yeah, I was like, Allison was just saying that. So JoJo's here. Um, she wants some advice. They talk. Was there anything? <laughs> was there anything interesting that you want to talk about? They it's like, like they showed much of their conversation. It's like your typical bachelorette conversation. Yeah. I'm falling in love with these guys. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's hard. Blah, blah. Yeah. So we cut to the guys, and they're all talking about how things are getting real with Tasha. And in comes Chris Harrison, but he knocked this time. <laughs> I rewinded to check to see if he took Ed's advice, and he did. Good for Chris. So he was talking about how the night before... Things took a turn, talking about Noah. This week, there are two one-on-one -on -one dates and one group date. <laughs> Did she lick your face? Yes, I feel like I have slobber right here. You probably do. All right. Chris doesn't have a date card because he's leaving for a few days to take his sons to college. Just one son. His son. <laughs> and introduces Jojo. In comes Jojo. She says she's been on both sides of this and she found love. And so she's stepping in for Chris. If anybody needs her, she's around. Drops off the date card. So Jojo is our host for who knows how long. So they read the date card. It's for Zach. And it says, I'm looking for a man I can picture a future with. He's excited to see her. He has strong feelings with her. But there's a lot about him that she doesn't know, which I was like, same with everybody else. Yeah. You guys barely know each other. He's nervous because he hasn't had a straight, narrow kind of life. And he's hoping she takes the good with the bad. And I said, I bet he was an addict because he is an addiction specialist. Oh, that's right. So he's going to have some kind of addiction. Yeah. But the whole time throughout their date, I was like waiting for it. I was like, oh, no, it's this. Oh, no, it's this. Yeah. Oh, no, it's this. You're like, oh, you got lots of baggage. And then finally he got to that part. I was like, there it is. Yeah, I have a few things to say about Zach, but we can keep going because I think we'll get into it. <gasps> I was looking for that. I need to put that in the freezer. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Zach isn't Tasha's typical guy. She's nervous about today's date, and she tells him just to embrace it. And I can tell. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, a little bit chaotic right now. Asher has put one of Evelyn's pull-ups on his head like a hat. And Abigail is very intrigued. She's just staring at you. <laughs> She's like, what in the world? Don't rip it. I'm not. I'm trying not to. <laughs> hey, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He looks like someone who's had a head injury and has like a yes. head bandage. He does. You're silly. Alright, let's try to. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. So they're having a wedding photo shoot and she's nervous because she's been married before and has done wedding photos, which I was like, yeah, that would be kind of hard. Yes. Look at Evelyn. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> Abigail and I are just observing. Yeah, like, these are crazy. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Franco Costa is the one taking their pictures. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Okay. 
I said to myself, who is this guy? Because under his name, it said creative director. And so I looked him up. Let me pull it up. He's, he's one of the producers. Really? He Apparently has worked in the fashion industry. But I was watching him. I was like, I bet he's one of the producers. Just like his vibe. He seemed kind of pushy. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, I bet she did not want to do this. So on his website, it's got all his stuff. And it says, for ABC's hit show, The Bachelor, La Costa was a key figure to spice up the new season and provoke the contestants. What? Oh, Emily, are you <laughs> It says, he developed a few concepts for the reality show from photo shoots to challenges. So he was behind some of the challenges. Okay. I wonder if he was behind the strip dodgeball. Yeah, that one surprised me. <laughs> Um, in addition to his role as guest creative director, he was featured as on-camera talent and photographer during the competitions. So he was a producer, and apparently he was key in provoking the contestants. So I wonder if he's behind all the drama. Yeah. We got our eye on you. Um, so it's a, he said it's a fantasy photo shoot, and he wants them to feel like it's their wedding day. He said you have to be authentic because the camera doesn't lie. <laughs> Zach is like, he can tell she's a little shook and she's nervous. They're putting on the dresses, looking at the dresses, and she just seems super hesitant. Yeah, she did. She knew that was going to be the date beforehand, though, I think, because she was like, I'm kind of like when she first saw him, she was like, I'm kind of nervous for her today. Like, she already knew what they were doing. So I'm like, did you pick Zach, though? Because... I wonder, like, how much notice they get in advance for what the dates are. Because they don't pick the dates. So they could have told her 20 minutes before. Or she could have known the day before and been, like, worrying about it all night. Yeah. I feel like they would have told her right before. Where's Abigail? She's right there. Okay. I feel like they would have told her right before because she seemed really shaken up by it. Yeah, she did. If she had known the day before, I feel like she could have worked through it. That's true. And been fine. I don't know. So she walks out. Zach says how beautiful she is. He asks her how she's feeling. She's like, I'm feeling good. How are you? He said, taking it seriously. But she just seemed way nervous. And Tasha said he could tell that I was hesitant in my head. So Franco pulls out a veil. And Tasha's like, do we have to do the veil? Zach's like, she might not want to. And Franco was like, how about we make it couture? Like, really pushing it on her, even though she yeah. didn't want it. And I could tell Zach. Come here, girly. You want to sit here? Fine. Dad, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like this guy very much. So, Zach could tell she didn't want the veil. He says, I don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. And Tasha's like, thank you. She's like, save yeah. me from this crazy producer. Um, so they try to laugh through it. Zach made her feel comfortable, way more comfortable than she expected. Tasha says this is so hard, and he comforts her, and so they kiss. And then they're kind of lightening up, and Zach's like, we better get a first dance and some music. And so they start, like, dancing and stuff, yeah. and it started getting cute. You could tell she was getting more comfortable. Um, so they did several different outfits. They had, like, a he had like a prince charming outfit and then they had like a party one with his like black and gold suit and her little silver cutout mini dress 
And then they had the big poofy pink gown and they're jumping that on the trampoline. Yeah. I think the goofier they got, or maybe goofy is the wrong word, but the more fun she had and the more she was able to open up because it wasn't as serious. Like the first one was very serious. Like she was in your traditional wedding gown and he was in your traditional like suit. And after that, it was more playful. Yeah, I completely agree. Zach also was wearing those same Nike sneakers that he always wears with all his <laughs> yeah. suits. He wears that with everything. So they sit down for like a picnic. Well, I think they were just drinking champagne. And they're talking about how they were able to work through it and have fun. She said when they came out in the dress and tux, it was a surreal moment. And she told him it wasn't her first time wearing a wedding dress because she was married before. And Zach mm. says, so have I. Okay. I was married once. Question. Do you remember what she, what his answer was when she asked him why he was still single? Because wasn't he one of the ones that she was like, why are you still single? Oh, that was, I was last one. episode, actually, and we skipped over that. Because <sighs> I was like, I remember his answer being something on the lines of, I just haven't found... I was about person. to say that. Like, he hasn't found it yet. And I was like, and I understand not laying it on her at that moment. Being like, well, I was married before. But I just kind of thought it was weird that he didn't. I don't know. Yeah, Ew. I get that. So he says he's been married once. He was like, for a year. And she's like, me too. I was married under two years. And he's like, okay, so we share that. Yeah. So I guess he was saving the rest for the dinner date mm -hmm. she said i think it's cool that you used to be married actually <laughs> it's like huh interesting way to phrase that i get what she means but it's cool that you're married and divorced yeah that's a hard thing to go through to just say oh that's cool, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like it's cool that you share that yeah but and then she says you know she feels like he has a better grasp of what he wants and then she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing, literally nothing's wrong. She's like, but you looked at me and then looked down. He's like, because you've got a breathtaking thing that when I look at you, I have to do a double take. Uh, I don't know. That seemed a little weird. I don't think she was really feeling that either. No, I think he was thinking because we learn more about him in the dinner date. Yeah. And I think he was just trying to cover up for that because he wanted to wait to talk yeah. about that in a more serious moment. That makes sense. But still the way he covered it up, I was like, meh, I don't think anybody's buying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tasha was worried it was just a physical connection, but she feels good about Zach and they have a lot to talk about. So they cheers and they kiss cut to the dinner part. He gives me weird vibes for some reason. I don't know if it's just because on camera, because sometimes these guys on camera, they just feel weird and they're not totally themselves. I don't know. He just gives me weird vibes, but we can talk about dinner. All right. <laughs> I know. I was a big fan of Zach and I don't want to say like his story made me like him less. And like we see in the coming up next, we learn there's going to be more to his story. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he just seems very, because me and my sisters were texting about it, and he just seems very intense, and everything is just very serious. I don't know. I just haven't seen a very playful side of him yet, I feel like. Except yeah. for... On the trampoline? Yes, and on at the very end when they show them on the Ferris wheel again. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, like, that's more him. He seems more comfortable. Maybe he just has a hard time talking about the serious stuff. Yeah, Because 
he has, like we said, he has a lot. <laughs> he has a lot of baggage. Yes. She tells him he is what she was looking for, more mature, established, close to their family. Taisha wants to know more about him. So he said he grew up with an amazing family, and then he graduated college, but he wasn't feeling well. He was feeling dizzy. So he got an x-ray and found out he had a brain tumor and had surgery the next morning. I did not see that coming. I know. I I was like, all right, here we go. Let's learn about the addiction. And then it's like brain tumor. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he said it was a life-altering experience. And Tasha's like, holy crap, like... I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't either. Especially because I think he said he was 23. That's young. Yeah, that is really young. Um, and then he said it was a strange experience because as a result of the surgery, he was introduced to pain medication and drugs. And I was like, okay, there's the addiction part. Yeah. So it was a perfect storm of Zach at 23 years old. He said, this thing happens. What do I do next? And then I decided, oh, yeah, I'll get married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He said it was the next step. He said she did nothing wrong. He said, but he was drinking and doing drugs and just partying and being selfish. He was hanging out with sketchy people and he got arrested and got a DUI and his wife left him. And he said for eight months, it got really bad. He had moments of, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it to tomorrow. And then he said the turning point was he had stolen one of his dad's checks and you want to go crawl around, don't you? All right, one second. All right. So he said the turning point was he had stolen one of his dad's checks and he went to the bank to um, cash it out. He said the bank teller called his dad and he says she was his angel because she called his dad, said, your son's here. It's not good. And I need you to get down here. His dad showed up, grabbed his arm, and said, son, we're going home. And in that moment, he had a type of spiritual crazy moment of clarity and was like, oh, okay, it's time. So he went to rehab for four and a half months, and now he's on the board of that rehab. He said, it's my baby. Yeah, I... I knew you were going to grab that. (laughs) I knew it. I don't like that he had to go through, or that he went through that, but I like when he was talking about it. Like, I feel like that's when you can tell someone has really overcome something and changed because he's, you know, admitting that. The divorce was a result of his actions. And yeah, I totally Mm -hmm. get what you're saying. That he was uh, willing to accept the consequences of his actions and do something to try and make it better by working with the board on that, what was it, the rehab place so that he can help other people. Mm -hmm. Yes, I really appreciated that. Tasha says you had a wild ride. He said the best ride. The fact that I'm still here is a miracle. Um, she thanks him for opening up. He said that was a lot. She said, no, I knew there was more to you. You're more mature and you've lived life. And I wanted to get to know that. So thank you. She handled it very well. He's 36, right? Uh, Zach. Yes, he's 36. She did handle that well, but also that's a lot to process that yes, quick. <laughs> I bet she thought about that all night long. Yeah, for sure. So we cut back to the clubhouse. Bennett is dying to get the one-on-one because he didn't get any time at the rose ceremony because of the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Bennett said, if Taisha has a one-on-one with Noah, I'd be sad because it would be the worst night of her life. Ouch. (laughs) Um, There's a knock and a date card. It's Spencer, Ivan, Blake, Brendan, Riley, Damar, Bennett, Ben, and Noah. 
And it says express yourself. And that means easy gets the one-on-one. Back to Tayshia and Zach. She says he checks a lot of her boxes. She says he's mature, comfortable with himself, ambitious, established, close to his family. She says, Zach Clark, you pleasantly surprised me. And that smile keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I love it. So she gives him the rose and they kissy kissy. But she's got another surprise for him. Of course. And they go to a Ferris wheel. I can't remember the last time I've been on a Ferris wheel. I don't know if I've ever been on a Ferris wheel. I've been on the Sky Wheel at Myrtle Beach, but that's enclosed and like yeah. very secure. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how long did it take them? Like, how quickly did they put that Ferris wheel up I in the know. parking lot? Like, mm, I don't know. And I hope they this. have someone who actually knows how to work it and not just one of the producers. Yeah. Like, all right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> so they get on the Ferris wheel. Zach says, I believe in miracles, and I know that I'm a miracle. Who's to tell me that I can't come on a TV show in the middle of a national pandemic and find love with someone as amazing as Taisha? They stop at the top of the wheel. Taisha says, I literally have butterflies right now. I don't think I've felt this way in a while. And Zach said, that's good because I feel the same way. I'm like, do they have butterflies because they are feeling feelings for each other or because they're on the top of a that's sketchy, rickety old Ferris wheel? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Next day, group date. Tisha says there's a lot of great guys, but I haven't had that breakthrough with them. So this is when the guys are walking towards her and she says, get over here already. And they all like break into a light sprint to get to her. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have so much fun with that. And then she wants the guys to reveal a little bit more about themselves on the date. And then they walk up to the door and two of the guys like run up and open the door for her. And she's just yeah. like, okay. I'm like, oh. Gosh, I'd stand there and be like, you going to get the door for me? Yeah. I'm waiting. I would pull a Claire. I'd be like, is anyone going to come get the door? Exactly. <laughs> they would hate me. Yeah. It's a good thing I already found my person. Yeah. And I will never be the bachelorette. They walk in and there's a naked man and a woman next to each other being painted. And it's like an Adam yes. and Eve scene. Okay, I had to laugh though because Spencer was sitting in bed next to me reading his book. And uh, he looked up and he's like, are they going to have to get naked again? And I was like, I know. I was like, I sure hope not. Because they made it seem like that because they kept showing Ben getting naked. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to have to get naked again. And I am not okay with this. I know. Damar's like, I wouldn't be surprised if I have to get naked again. And Blake said, this is the third time I'm going to get naked. And I'm not down for that today. Oh my gosh. So Tasha thought it would be fun to use their creativity. And so they brought in Natalia to help with the art and expression. I have no idea who she is. I didn't even do a Google search because I have nothing yeah. to go off of other than her name. Yeah. She's an artsy farty. That's yeah. what I got. <laughs> she said, love is like creating art. You invest in yourself and you have to be extremely open to the process. So they were going to sketch the human form in the romantic embrace. So they had to draw these two naked people yeah. <laughs> next to each other. Um, Damar's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. We don't have to get naked in front of everybody. (laughs) And then Taisha walks up to a table and Damar's about to sit down. She's like, actually, like, that's my seat. And Noah's on the other side. And Bennett walks up to him and says, I'm supposed to sit here, man. I'm sorry. And Noah's like, you just made that up. He's like, no, I didn't. (laughs) I would not have moved if I were Noah. And yeah, he gets up and moves and he's like, uh, I didn't want to make a big deal, even though I did want to tell him off. Yeah. So he's a more mature thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Bennett says, let's see what antics Noah can come up with this week. But I sent Noah around the corner back to where he belongs and took the rightful seat at the throne. <laughs> 
Are you headbutting your mommy? Yes. The guys are sketching. Natalia compliments Spencer on including the nipples in his sketch. <laughs> Blake says, uh, I'm not very good. And she says, what is that? And he said, exactly. <laughs> And she goes up to Ed. She says, oh, you got the fern. And he says, it's always about the fern. Have you watched Parks and Rec? Yes. All I could think was, um, oh, crap, what's her name? Leslie's best friend. Oh, um. Literally, I always blank on these things, and I know them. Oh, my gosh. Anne. Yes. And Anne talking to uh, Ron about planting ficuses. I don't remember that one. Because she wanted to ask Chris Traeger for his sperm. To have a baby. That's right. And she was asking yes. Ron how to ask a friend to plant a ficus in her yard. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when he said fern, all I was thinking was planting ficuses. <laughs> if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, it's hilarious. So Riley's is like a man and a woman. It's very badly drawn, but he put a giant smiley face on yeah. it because he was happy. Ed gave his guy an eight pack. Bennett said, I started with a couple and added background noise to note there is always drama going around. Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, yeah. We definitely, I feel like every week, I feel like I'm getting whiplash this season. Yeah. We go from Claire to Tasha, and then we go from, what is it, Spencer's the villain to Ed and Chasen to, who is it? No one, Bennett, like... What is happening? <laughs> this I is know. Very confusing in my head. I don't know who's who's the bad guy this week. And one week I like somebody, and the next week I don't. Exactly. And then I'm just like, I can't. Yeah, I agree. Next, they're gonna bring out Claudia and blindfolds to create something to represent your time with Tasha. Bennett says the blindfold connotated sexual undertones and while he's blindfolded he walked up to Tasha and started making out with her which was so awkward at the very beginning because he like couldn't find her lips <laughs> i was like oh my god i was over here like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would not want to kiss him i said i don't like it it feels so sleazy and then he yes. says 50 shades of clay i'm like ah, <laughs> no i probably shouldn't have screamed like that it's gonna sound <laughs> awful but that's how i feel <laughs> I think that's how we all felt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just feels wrong when he kisses her or tries yes. to be romantic with her. Even when I liked him, I was like, I liked him, but not for Tasha. Yes. But now I'm just like, I don't think I like him. Yeah. Now I don't even like him at all. With or without Tasha. Yeah. So they're showing their clay sculptures. Spencer says there is one thing in the world that is universally loved pepperoni pizza so he made a pepperoni pizza ben made an infinity symbol brendan made a delicious brownie and then we go to blake and he says it's exactly what you think it is and it's a big black box (laughs) and spencer says uh it surprises nobody that he made a penis he's constantly talking about sex yeah which i was like that's kind of a big red flag for me yeah yep (laughs) i agree Noah's was a small glimpse of breakfast in bed every morning with Tasha. Bennett said it was Tasha and him in their New York home, their Hampton, Long Island home, and their California home. He didn't quite get to the mountain retreat or the chateau in Paris, but three houses is a good start. Like, yeah, it was funny when you were, like, leaning into the bougie thing, but now it feels too much. Yeah, like you're showing off and... 
I can buy you five houses. Pick yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Which at the beginning we were always talking about like, ooh, they got money. I keep them around. Yeah. But when it gets down to it, like that's not the most important thing. Right. And Bennett's playing it like, I went yeah. to Harvard and I make a lot of money mm-hmm. and I like Paris. Yeah, pick me because I can do all this. A Long you. Island home in the Hamptons. Yeah, <laughs> tempting, but <laughs> can I like go there by myself? Yeah, and sure. Oh, is that so? All right. Um, what's next? Noah said Bennett's flaunting his money. Money, and he says, "Hey, Bennett." You spell privilege P-R-I-V-E-L-E-D-G-E, right? And Bennett's like, I'll let you do that one. And Noah says, sounds like a privileged answer. And Bennett says, thank you very much. (laughs) And Taisha looks very, very unamused. Yeah, she's annoyed. Next, they're doing self-portraits. They want to show something deep inside. And whoever opens the most, opens up the most, gets extra one-on-one time. (laughs) all right ben is nervous and scared to open up and share things with her and he's not sure if he can do it so we see their self-portraits noah's like it's like a yin yang but a face yeah they spent the least amount of time on his yeah she's just like i like it next person brendan made a picture frame and he said a self-portrait isn't complete with someone without someone by my side and he turns it sideways you're not gonna let me do this easily are you so he turns the picture right sideways <laughs> and he left space for someone special and amazing life is sweet and precious to share but all those experiences with the love of your life is the most important thing that was sweet it was really cute bennett did a needle point which is an interesting choice he said his yeah. life has been challenging and hard noah mentioned privilege but that is the furthest from what he grew up with so they're just throwing shade at each other the yeah. whole time. You play with that. Um, Ivan's is a big puzzle. He said his dad is 73 and it comes, that comes with wisdom and knowledge, but also heartache. He said his dad's had two cancers and a heart attack, which is a lot. And it brings up the biggest fear that his dad won't get to see the man he became. So he's hoping that by the end of this, they can put the last puzzle piece together because there's a big blank spot in the middle. So he has a puzzle piece that says wife, kids, and a possible future. Taisha puts the puzzle piece in the middle. They all did so good. I just keep wanting to say that was so cute. That was so cute. It was. They really brought it. Yeah, I was impressed. I will say that. Next was Blake. I liked his too. Yeah, his was good. His job is a wildlife manager in Canada (laughs) and he painted a turtle dove because it's one of the few monogamous animals he said a turtle dove will travel far and wide to find his pair he grew up in a failed household (coughs) saw and heard crazy things and saw a lot of cops at the house and he doesn't want that for his kids I think she knows coughing gets her attention (laughs) so he's gonna search far and wide and be patient because he deserves a true original family that he never had. I know. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm like, it was so sweet. They really did open up. All right, let's put you on the floor. Okay, Riley. He says several years ago his mother called and asked him 
what keeps you going? What do you think about? He said he daydreams about a time where it's him in a small, cozy house full of love with his wife and his daughter spending quality time together. And his mom said, what kind of kid in his early 20s thinks about quality time with his daughter? And he said, a kid who hasn't had that before. I know. That made me, like, tear up. I was like, that is so sad. Oh, my heart. I know. And then we get to Ben. Ben holds up his picture. And he says, hold on. I forgot something. I'll be right back. And he comes back out in the bathrobe. And he said, I decided to switch it up for this artistic impression. Expression. Oh my gosh. Are you still hungry? Okay. (laughs) This is a crazy episode for many reasons, but also our children are being very needy. Needy, yeah. But I think they're happy now, and we're going to try and bang this thing out. That's what she said. What? (laughs) All right. Ben's was sweet. No, not Ben. Riley's was sweet. We're talking about Ben now. So he holds up his picture, says, hold on, I forgot something. I'll be right back. Runs off stage, comes back in a bathrobe. We all know what this is going to be. We've seen the previews. Tasha says, oh my gosh. And she looks embarrassed. (laughs) Ben says, this experience is about taking your walls down. I talk a big game, but it's hard for me to express my emotions. Today has been eye-opening for me. So figuratively and literally, and he starts taking off his bathrobe, and Tasha just gasps, like, big gasp. <gasps> I'm going to let my guard down. And this is me showing up for you. Showing up. This is me showing up for you as myself. I'm going to give this all to you. This physical body and also everything inside, because what you see is a small part of who I am, and I'm so excited to share that with you. Uh... <laughs> She liked it. Uh, I, if that were me, I would have been like. She was like a giddy little schoolgirl. She was like holding her hands to her face, like she's trying to not giggle. But it just came across really weird. Yeah. This is my physical body, and you can have all of this. Right. Like showing off his stuff to be like, look at me. You know, you want this. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it came across to me. Yeah. Tasha says, "I'm extremely overwhelmed right now," and Ben. I know how much courage and vulnerability that takes. And she goes up and hugs him. A naked man. Yeah. In front of all the other guys. (laughs) Ugh. It's scary to do that. And I was not expecting that at all. It was funny to me, though, because when she said that, like, it takes a lot. And I was like, to get naked in front of people? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, like, runs up to the front. All flustered. She said, what an art day. And then she, like, runs off. And she runs off to the producer and just starts sobbing. Producer asked, are you okay? She said, yeah, it's just a lot, but in the best way. This is what happens when you start dating real men. She said, I don't even know why I'm crying. They really went deep there. That's what she said. (laughs) There are a lot of times this episode I'm like, hmm, Michael Scott would love that. (laughs) So Tasha returned. She said, well, you did it. I officially broke down. I just had to get out of here, and I just started crying because I feel like you all put down your walls, and I am so overwhelmed because you are so raw and vulnerable. That's what I've been looking for. And she says she can't pick one person, so she wants to hang out with all of them, if that's okay. And they're all like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she did that because I felt the same. Like, if I were her, I'd be like, I don't know who to choose because you all did. Yeah, I agree. So they go to that after party. And the first thing I noticed was her dress. 
had that giant keyhole cut out in the middle. Oh, yeah. I was like, she has really bad inner side boob. Like, when she turned to the side, you could see the whole side of her boob Well, I think that was the point of that dress. I was scared her boob was going to fall out. I was like, oh, I would not have picked that dress. They must have glued that to her. Yeah, they would have had to. She wants to continue the momentum from the art date and connect with them. Riley steals her first. So Riley tells her his story. His parents got divorced when he was young and he lived with his dad. I know. (laughs) She dropped her iPad? Yeah. (laughs) So Riley says his parents got divorced when he was young and he lived with his dad. He said they would tell him things and he believed them because he was so young. And it created a wedge between him and his mom. She reached out. He was stubborn at first, but he was happy they could talk things out, and it's been perfect ever since. Tasha says he's incredible, attractive, sweet, smart, and thoughtful. So, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of baggage. Mm -hmm. But also, they were very vulnerable and open to her. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's any bad baggage. Like, they just all have experiences in their life that have shaped them to be the men that they are. Yeah. Bennett, I guess this is him talking to her. And he said he he was talking about how he got chills when she got emotional. And I said, I don't know. He just seems inauthentic. Who is that? Bennett. Oh, yeah. Everything he says, like even in the last episode when he was talking about his prior engagement. It just just feels inauthentic to me. It's not genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a montage of all the guys talking to her, and she's voicing over it. And then Brendan said about his thing, he thought about having her come up and be in the picture frame with him, but he didn't want to be awkward. But she still loved it. Cut back to Easy and Zach. Easy wants his date to be the most romantic in Bachelor and Bachelorette history. So did I, Easy. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Zach says, I can say I'm excited for you, but I can't say I want it to be the most romantic date in Bachelorette history. (laughs) Date card comes and Zach reads it to him. I'm like, this is awkward. Like, there's only two of you and the other one has to stand there and read you your date card. Can you not not read it yourself? (laughs) So Zach reads it to him. It says, I hope you aren't scared of falling in love. And he says, I ain't scared of nothing. (laughs) He says that he knows it's early, but he has strong feelings for Tasha, and he can't wait for tomorrow. Okay, you can ask Spencer. He was a witness. But the whole time, I was like, he's going to get sent home. He's going to get sent home. I just know it. Because they kept showing that clip of him, like, telling her he was falling in love with her. And then her smile, I was like, nope, she's sending him home. And then they were, like, building it up the whole time. Like, he had strong feelings. And the guys were talking about easy. And anyway. The strong connection that they have. I was like, he's getting sent home. I know. So we cut back to the after party. Damar's sitting there saying, one of us is going home. It's not like somebody else can go home. Meaning, obviously, Easy's not going to go home. Yeah. Uh, it's out of these ten guys. Bennett says, we were all robbed of time at the last rose ceremony. And it was really unfortunate because of the drama. The drama ended the rose ceremony. Half of them didn't get time. Thank you for that, young Noah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben talks to Tasha, And we get a little more context for his self-portrait, which makes a little more sense, but still there would have been a better way to do that than stripping naked in front of everybody. (laughs) He appreciated today because he doesn't get to be vulnerable or open very often, and he's weirdly uncomfortable about it. He says he feels a connection and hasn't felt this feeling ever, and it's scary. 
She says, do you think you haven't felt that way because you're closed off? He says, the life I've lived is different than what you might assume. The reason that I'm into fitness and nutrition is I had an eating disorder for 15 years. He said, I found out what girls were when I was 15 and realized I didn't like the fat kids. So I stopped eating and started working out all the time. I lost like 70 pounds and had bulimia for 10 years in my 20s. It's hard to hide something for so long. I kept it from everyone. And the only person that knows is his sister. She saved his life. He says, I'm finally in a place where I feel safe and comfortable with the people I live and work with. I didn't want to get weirdly emotional, but I care a great deal about this, and it's just hard to let it out. And I said, that's understandable since you're publicizing this on national TV. Yeah. I get how you'd be reluctant to share these personal, deeply personal things on national TV. She says, I'm proud of you for letting me in, and they smooch. So. I was not expecting that from him either. I was like, oh. That's not what I would have expected his baggage to be. Yeah. I thought he might be opening up about his time in the army or yeah, something. The, yeah, some PTSD or something. But no, it's... He was a chubby kid and was self-conscious, and so he had bulimia, which is super sad. It is sad. And then this is where I wrote, I'd be terrified of my boob slipping out if I were her in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. So she sits down, pulls the rose out, she talks to Riley, she talks to Brandon, she talks to Ben... She said Ben showed up, so he gets the rose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. She's thankful they feel comfortable enough to open up with her. And she says one more thing. Noah and Bennett, there's something going on between you two, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it one way or another. She leaves. Bennett says, I have nothing going on with you, and I never have. Excuse me? Yeah. What? Noah said, we had tension based truly on the way that I see how you talk down to people, which Bennett needs to recognize the way that he talks to people. And whether that's his intention or not, he needs to recognize how it comes across. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he talks down to everybody. He belittles everybody. And that's he does it jokingly. And at first we thought it was funny. Uh-huh. But the more it happens, I'm like, eh, it's not that funny. No. And the more you realize that's just him. Yeah. And not him trying to be funny. That's his personality. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a good one. No. Bennett says, I've said young Noah a couple of times, and if that's condescending and troublesome to you, it's just a pure fact. Young Noah. I wouldn't like being called that either. Yeah. Noah said the snarky little condescending comments pop up throughout all the whole day. He said, like what, Noah? Like when you asked me how to spell privilege today? And then we cut to Spencer in a confessional. He says, Bennett talks down to a lot of people, especially Noah. Noah points out at the cocktail party, he talked about how he was like a 14-year-old teenage boy and how there's no chance that Tasha will be with him. He said, perhaps 0% is hyperbole, but the behaviors I have seen out of you are juvenile. And Noah says, age doesn't directly correlate with maturity, which is true. Bennett says, no, your actions do. This is a joke. No one has upset Taisha other than Noah. So we cut to Easy and Taisha. Easy, before the date, he's saying, I know it's real every time I look into Taisha's eyes. I feel like I've known her forever, and I hope we take a monumental step in our relationship. Taisha says, I'm drawn to Easy because he makes me so happy. He had me laughing on our first conversation. I just haven't broken through romantically with him yet. She says she has a scary surprise. And I said, no freaking way. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do not do haunted, scary things. I hate it. I'll do them, but I hate it. I I used to. I refuse now. Justin loves watching scary movies mm-hmm. and going to haunted houses. And to the point, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to watch it with you. And I'm not going to go with you. Yeah. You, you, nope, I'm not going to do it. Because we went to Charleston before we got married with a group of friends. And they wanted to do a haunted something. So we did a haunted jail. I don't know if you've done oh. any of the haunted stuff in Charleston. No, I haven't. I'm okay if it's outside. Because I've got the moonlight and it's not completely dark. Right. And like we did a like a haunted like a haunted farm or something, but it was mostly outside, so mm-hmm. I could see shadows. And so I'm like clocking everything that moves. Yeah. I'm paying attention. I'm like super vigilant and paying attention and I'll see stuff before they pop out. Yeah. I can do that. If I know it's coming and I can like stare them down and be like, I know you're there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But it was an enclosed jail (laughs) and so we're going through the whole thing and i'm terrified and i just have like this tension building up in me and nothing happens till the end and justin's like i want to get a picture i'm like no you're standing right here and we're not moving from this spot nothing's gonna get me (laughs) so we go into the last room and it's like a tiny room with a big heavy door and we're standing there and the guy's talking and the door slams shut and my heart jumps and i just started crying like sobbing all of the tension that had been inside of me started pouring out my eyes and I just (laughs) lost it (laughs) and so we finished the tour and I'm outside and I'm still crying and everybody else in the group is like that was a waste of money that wasn't scary at all (laughs) 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 so and we've done some other haunted houses but I don't do that I'll go to scarewinds because it's outside and like I said I can pay attention yeah but Haunted houses. I would have refused to do this date. No (laughs) way. No, just send me home. (laughs) But it was fun to watch. Yes, it was very fun to watch. Uh It wasn't me, so it was okay. (laughs) Sorry, I went on a tangent there. So, she said, Easy's a big football player, and he's definitely going to scream louder than me tonight. And I said, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) So, Easy's walking up. He's like, what the heck? I can't see. And she runs up and scares him and he jumps and screams and she is rolling on the ground laughing so hard she's like he's this big football player and like yeah that would have been funny so they're going ghost hunting they have a lantern a thermo reader and the story of the haunting of william morgan so i wrote all of like the letters and stuff down because i thought it was fun so the story of william morgan Before this land was developed into the sprawling resort it is today, it belonged to a wealthy oil baron named William Morgan. In the spring of 1917, he met a woman named Carol Eugene. Three months later, Carol became pregnant with their first child. Tragically, their dreams were shattered in the summer of 1918 when Carol and the baby Margaret died shortly after giving birth and Mr. Morgan went mad. It's rumored that their spirits still wander through the property to this day. My first thought was, didn't Claire say it was haunted? On one of her dates with Dale. But she said in a good way. Yeah. But this is not a good way. (laughs) Yeah, that first little paragraph, that would have gotten me. I'd be like, nope. Nah, I'm going to go to bed. We can talk tomorrow. (laughs) So there's a map. And they're going to go to the place where Mr. Morgan's body was discovered. I said, nope. Yeah. (laughs) So they go to room 120. And Easy says, prepare yourself. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> so they go in. Tasha screams. I'm pretty sure this first scream was just 
to like mess with him. Yeah. And Easy loses it. <laughs> and then they see a doll sitting there. And I would have freaked out too. Yeah. And then Easy's like, it's just a doll. That's okay. And I think I just peed my pants. <laughs> that would have been me. So Easy finds a letter. It says, Dearest Carol Eugene, it's been another dreary day without you by my side. I sat in the study for hours today listening to the breeze in my delirium, and then a baby cries. Yeah. Oh, no. I, they scream and run out without even finishing the letter. <laughs> so they head to the tennis court, and it says, Carol's grave is said to be beneath the tennis courts. Witnesses have reportedly heard whimpering sounds of a crying woman. So Tasha says, honestly, I'm kind of nervous. And Easy's like, that's okay, because I got you. <laughs> uh, Easy says, we're exploring. It's lovey-dovey. I'm trying to be Tasha's rocked and protect her a little bit. And while he's doing the voiceover, like a bird or something flies by them walking, and he, like, jumps and screams. <laughs> so they get to the tennis courts, and they hear, like, a woman, like, crying. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I accidentally like, hit that one. I was like, what is, what is going on? <laughs> Weird toys are starting to play on their own. <laughs> so they hear a woman crying, and Tasha starts taking off. She's like, bye. Yeah, I got like, see ya. That is me. I could tell you another story, but pretty much if something happens, I will literally shove you to the ground, and I am out of there. <laughs> Peace out. Fight or flight, I will fly. I'm out of there. I'm not sticking around to see what happens. Uh, the best is the whole time he's like, Tasha, Tasha, wait. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're walking in. He says, Taisha, I will say this. This is a real cute date. (laughs) So they go to the library. And they say, Mr. Morgan spent much of his time in his library. He would write to his beloved and spend hours crying at his desk. This is where Mr. Morgan's spirit has been the strongest and the most active. (laughs) Again, no freaking way. So they go inside and they're like, it's freezing. And Taisha says, do you hear something? And Easy just like, (laughs) And all of a sudden, they just both run and scream. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. And Tasha's like, did you hear that? He's like, yes. Tasha said it sounded like someone was breathing. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, no, I would have been out of there. They're looking around. Tasha trips and grabs the fireplace, and they laugh. And then, like, a picture moves. <laughs> and uh, they both scream and run out of there. <laughs> and Tasha bolts and leaves Easy behind again. And Easy's like, wait. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm gone. Yeah. So they're cheersing that they made it out alive, and they're like, let's get out of here and go to dinner. And Tasha walking off, she says, don't worry, I'll protect you. <laughs> Easy says, going into tonight, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared to express how I feel. So Tasha and Easy's dinner. Tasha's wearing a lime green slip dress with chain straps. I didn't like it. It but... felt like very 90s to me. Yeah. And I feel like 90s style is coming back. And I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. So, yeah. Tasha's like, you were actually pretty scared. He's like, no, nah, I was more excited. I was like, Tasha, ah, no, grab me. Touch my muscles. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that was funny. Tasha's like, you were screaming louder than I was. He's like, no, you were. She's like, well, you also ran faster than I did. He's like, no, let me tell you something about love. When we're in love, or when you're in love, you both are in it. So if you scream, I scream. If you're scared, I'm scared. And if you're happy, I'm happy. I have to match your energy. So Tasha asked how everything's going for him. He said, it's good. I feel different now. I came in thinking I would go with the process and see if it works. But the moment I saw you and our first conversation, I felt strong feelings. Tasha said, yeah, I felt like our first conversation was just us smiling and you have that energy and I love it. 
Easy said, it's like when you know, you know. And I was like, here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> he said, it's real for me, and I've known that this that this past week, and as much as I tried to be macho and like, it's too soon, I honestly feel like I'm falling in love with you. That's real and so strong and apparent, and I can't lie about it. I feel like with love, there is no time, there's no rules, there's no boundaries, there's no method. It just is. And you just know it and feel it in your bones. And you can tell by her face. She's, like, smiling, but it's not, like, like a happy smile. Yeah, you can tell she doesn't feel the same way. And then you cut to the guys talking about how easy and Tasha have a good connection. And he's obviously getting the rose. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, he's not. He's not. Mm-hmm. Easy says, everything is so perfect, especially from where I come from. I always want you to know what's on my mind. Tasha says... Since I've got here, I've asked everyone to be their true, authentic selves and to be real, honest, vulnerable, and open. You have done that time and time again. She says, you are a solid, good man, and I feel like you deserve so much. That's what people say when they're about to break up with you. Unfortunately, I can't give you this rose because I'm not where you are, and I don't know if I can get there. The last thing I want to do is for you to continue to pour yourself out and one day just send you home at a rose ceremony when I can't even explain to you how amazing you are because you are truly amazing i'm sorry easy ah whatever she didn't even feel bad about it (laughs) she didn't even cry okay i think she did a little bit but chandler's a little bitter i'm a little bitter (laughs) but i get it like she can't force those feelings and i i was like i have to understand though because it's true i think taisha and easy have very good energy together and they have fun together like they could be really good friends but i agree i didn't see that romantic relationship and i get it like if you're not feeling that your relationship's not gonna go the next level or whatever but it still makes me sad because i just thought she when that date was the most natural i feel like i've seen taisha oh yeah that whole this whole season so far i just feel like he brought that fun goofy side out of her like jpj did yes but she just wasn't feeling the romance yeah and then she's walking him out. Easy said, Taisha, is this real? She said, yeah. He said, are you sure? She said, I am. <sighs> Gives him a big hug. And she says, I feel so bad. I don't like hurting people. And then it cuts to the guys and they're taking the bags away. And the guys are just like, what? Yeah, they're shocked. In the car, Easy says, and he's got like those sad puppy eyes. I know. It's so sad. What just happened? It went from great to goodbye in no time. I thought this was who I was supposed to end up with and would be the love of my life and everything would be great. I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed. Mm, that's it for easy. Yep. And he would be so great in Bachelor in Paradise and I think he'd be so great as a Bachelor, but there's some allegations, so we'll see. Yeah. If he really gets that or not. Anyway, bye-bye easy. I was hoping he'd mention me in his story, but he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get as lucky as Athena. (laughs) All right. Taisha, next day. Things are great, except for the Noah and Bennett drama. Uh, She likes both of them, uh, but it's affecting her and her decision-making. She says she should be worried about the roses she's giving out that night, but instead she's worried about the petty drama. The guys are sitting around talking, and JoJo enters. She says she's here for a chat. Are you getting antsy over there? So JoJo says, you were expecting to head to the cocktail party, but things have changed. There will be a cocktail party, but not right away. Tasha's concerned about the tension between Bennett and Noah. Then it says, I'm equally as perplexed as Tasha. I don't have any tension with Noah. Oh my gosh. 
And then Noah says, it wasn't just my perspective. I was speaking for the group. Who was it that Riley went off on for speaking about the group? Joseph. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Joseph. I was like, you going to jump on that one, Riley? Yeah. (laughs) But he didn't. All right. Um, JoJo says, Tasha told me it isn't possible to keep both of you here. So she wants to see you both tonight before the cocktail party. And there will be a rose. So one of you will stay and one of you will go home. And the rest will join Tasha later tonight. Tells them to get ready. So they're talking. Oh my gosh. What's the matter, girl? She's like, oh, I found a puff. Dropped it. <laughs> Our children! <laughs> she just wants to see her mommy. Are you happy, girly? Yeah, just don't put in your mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. We are so we close to this. the end. <laughs> Let's finish this. Okay. So the guys <laughs> are... No, not the guys. Noah and Bennett are getting ready. Bennett says, I'm very certain I'm going to get the rose and feel confident. That's a kiss of death. You never say that. Yeah. He says, this is almost a, like a little appetizer, a little snack, if you will, before I'm able to have the main course. So, Noah says, I feel pretty good, confident with him and Tasha's relationship, and thinks Bennett will go home. <laughs> Riley says, Bennett seems pretty confident. Imagine he has something up his sleeve as you see him boxing a gift. At the very least, he's going to go out guns blazing. Bennett says, I'm not playing any games. In the back of my head, there's an inkling of nervousness, but I crush life under pressure. Noah and Bennett, they walk in... Noah says he thinks Bennett is intimidated. He says, I think he knows that Tasha does have feelings for me, and he knows that her and I hate. I'm caught up in this drama. Honestly, I think Bennett's going home, but I think he's going to cause problems on his way out, especially in relation to me and maybe Tasha. So they're sitting there. Bennett says, do or die. Noah says, may the best man win. And Bennett says, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and Noah says, at the end of the night, what's best for Tasha is what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. I like wrote all of this out. I don't know how I'm going to cover this all. Bennett says, hang on one second. I got something for you here. And he brings back a gift. And a voiceover says, I'm not bringing Tasha a gift. I'm bringing Noah a gift because I've been a peacemaker all of my life. Had I known that there was tension, I would have nipped it in the bud and addressed it a long time ago. But the last thing I want is for Noah to leave and to think that there is beef or tension with us. Oh my gosh. Noah says, is that a war gift? Bennett says, it's more of a gentlemanly gift. It's for you. And he's like, I'd like to explain it to you. Do you want me to open it? Do you want to open it? Noah's like, uh, you can explain it to me. That's fine. And then he has a mustache. I'm like, when did his mustache grow back? How long has it been since he shaved that off? I don't know. If he's like Spencer, you just have to like sneeze and your mustache comes back. <laughs> so maybe he just grows hair fast. I can't see. Oh, Puffs? You see the puffs? So Bennett says, first and foremost, I'll start with the friendship gift. And he says a lot. He said, this is a red bandana. One of our first conversations was talking about the ranch in your upbringing Oklahoma in my former cowboy days. And it's red because I hope there's no bad blood between us going forward. He said, I was wearing your next present the other evening. Since then, it has been washed. And I said, is he going to give him a pair of his old underwear? I know. I was like, (laughs) what is he talking about? Mustache socks. (laughs) I hope it is a good memory that the only place you should wear a mustache is on your feet. So the first one I was, yeah, the first one I was like, okay, that's kind of nice. The second one I was like, 
okay, he's he's inserting a little dig here. Yes. And then more serious and a bit of the life lesson that I think is going to be helpful and impactful to you is a book on emotional intelligence. <laughs> All right. There are four components of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. I think you are deficient in three of those four. Self-management is your best from what I've seen. But I think, and Noah says, I'll let you go on with this if you let me respond. Bennett says, sure. And Noah says, I'll let you say your piece with your fake gifts. <laughs> Bennett says, it's a real gift, and I think it's very important for you. You don't develop it out of the womb. <laughs> it is something that you gain over life, and I'm not talking down to you. I didn't have emotional intelligence at your age. With Taisha, you've been talking about other people, and it's a trend. I have never once had a conversation with Taisha where I've spoken about the other men in the house. Not once. It's about my relationship with her, and that's all that matters. Sincerely, Noah, this book will be really helpful. These are tools that any woman is going to want to have in a husband and a father. And I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm trying to love you up. What was that other season where the girl kept telling Corinne about her emotional intelligence? That was uh, Nick's season, and it was Corinne and Taylor. Taylor, that's right. Noah says, I've come into this acting 100% myself, 100% true and genuine, and that it's misconstrued, and these prejudgments that you have, because I'm walking in as a 25-year-old. <laughs> There's no way a 25-year-old has a chance with Taisha because he's not a Harvard grad. Ben says, this, my friend, is where we start to folly. I'm fully aware of everything I am. And Noah says, as am I. Okay, this is exhausting. <laughs> I know, this part was like the worst. They talk about 0% chance of walking away. Noah says, if you said that with Tasha sitting right here, she'd send you home. And Ben is like, well, I'll say it to her tonight. So blah, 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 blah. They're just bickering like children. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Enter Tasha. Tasha walks in, they both stand up. Bennett's got this huge smile and he's acting all fake. Like, how are you doing? Oh. I'm happy. Da -da 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 -da. She said, I bet you're wondering what's going on. Just getting down to it and coming out with the truth. She says she likes both of them and she has feelings for both of them. Which I'm like, really? And to be quite honest with you, I'm frustrated over the pettiness. I want to get to the bottom of it. Noah says I want to get to the bottom of it as well. I hate this is even being discussed right now, but I know it's necessary. And then it says, for me, I feel no ill will or tension towards Noah. And I would like to clear that up. Noah says, I don't know how you can say you didn't know there was tension. When Taisha came in and said, you guys don't question my decisions. Two minutes later, after she walked out, you said the same exact thing that she was mad about. And it was a five-on-one yelling match with me standing there. Which it was. That's true. I don't know if he said exactly what Noah said they said, but I don't know. Stop trying to ride the reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> she loves to ride stuff. Ben said, what are you saying? Can you give me examples to follow? What specifically was said? What are you referring to? There was, Noah says, there was a 100% chance Tasha would never be with me. Ben said, I said a 0% chance. Like, that's better. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, just stop. I kept correcting him, and I'm like, literally, it, it's not any better. Yeah. It's just as bad, no matter how you worded it. Mm. He said, you think I'm a 14-year-old? He said, that's wrong. The comment was, can you imagine if you were arguing with a 14-year-old? Because there's an 11-year difference between us. And that's what it feels like arguing with you. And I stand by that statement. He's just making himself look worse. Yes. 
And Tasha's like, is this what's going on between you two? Because it sounds like teenage boy drama. And the fact that I have to sit here and listen to you talk about this is ridiculous. Bennett says, it's a waste of time. I agree. She said, then why hasn't it been taken care of while I'm not here? Yeah. Bennett says, I was unaware of these feelings until you brought it up the other night. Tasha said, you realize you guys are essentially questioning my integrity, right? Bennett says, I don't believe that I am. She says, okay. It looks like she was about to reach for the rose, mm-hmm. but she sees the box. And she says, what's in the box? And Bennett says, um... To be continued. I was so mad. I was like, no. Oh, my gosh. Of course you're going to leave it like that. She, If she doesn't send Bennett home, there's something wrong with her. Because how there is no way he's going to be able to sit there and show that box and it not look mean. Like, that was just mean and petty. Yeah. I feel like... Because right now, Bennett looks worse off. This episode, Bennett looks worse off. Mm-hmm. The last episode, Noah looked worse off. Yeah, that's So true. I think they both are contributing to the issue. Yeah. I think they both should go home. Yeah. And maybe they will. Can, maybe they will. Only hope. But, yeah. Because I don't really care if either of them go home. I would not be upset if they both went home either. Me, yeah. And I'm curious because the first few weeks when everybody was like, we love Bennett, he was eating it up on his Instagram. Oh, so yeah. I need to check that out and see how he's doing. He should, yeah. I'm going to look at that. So next week, she's just watching. <laughs> I'm just going to watch you play with my toys. Uh, next week, Tasha slams a car door closed, says this is not the goodbye I expected and it didn't feel right at all. They do a group date with a lie detector test where Zach admits that he's cheated before. Yeah, she did not like that. He tells her that he hated the date. She says, why? Cheating's something I won't tolerate. She says, every time I talk to him, I uncover something, and I'm like, hold on a second. So, like I said, I feel like some stuff was left out, maybe. Not to jump, like, way ahead, though, but remember they showed this season on The Bachelorette, and at the end, she's, like, crying, and her dad is, like, I can't remember what he says. If it was, like, why him, or they have their concerns, or whatever. Like, maybe Zach does make it far, and that's who they're all talking about, and they have all of his concern, all these concerns about his past, and maybe... He kind of takes her through a roller coaster of emotions because she keeps finding stuff out and she ends up falling in love with him. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. It will. Um, Brendan says the time frame of proposing is scary. So he's got some concerns. Riley's got some issues that are going to come up. Taisha is in shock about something. So there's a lot that's going to happen in the next few weeks. Yeah, I'm excited. So we have the blooper of Taisha and Zach on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> this was very funny. It was. Taisha is like freaking out every time it moves. And then she hears something metal fall. And she's like, it was a screw. It was a screw, Zach. And he's like, you know what? My rose fell off. And it was his rose falling. And he's leaning forward to look for it. And the whole thing is leaning forward. She's like, Stop. <laughs> He's like, she broke up with me. Yeah. He's like, Rose down. She knocked it off. She broke up with me. And they're laughing, but she's freaking out. I'm like, yeah, I think I would be too. So it must be like a magnetic thing. Cause that was like a ding when it hit the ground. You heard that. Yeah. I think it is magnetic. Yeah. But it was very loud for a little magnet. 
It was a rose and a screw. <laughs> it did sound like a big bolt fell out of that thing. So, yeah. Any <coughs> other thoughts? Or... What did you think? Evelyn has some thoughts. You have some thoughts? She's shy now. <laughs> she I don't know. It's going to be Can interesting. Yeah. She wants to get herself. Yeah. Who? Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn? Yeah. You playing with your tongue? I'm just excited. I'm excited for this episode to be continued. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to see what happens. I need to know what happens. I'm also, who do you think she's going to send home? I think there's... I would not be surprised if this week finally Ed goes home. Ed Ed has got to go home. I could see Blake going home too. And Spencer. Yeah, there hasn't really been a whole lot of anything. Do three guys go home now or just two? I don't know. I have no idea how many will go home. Can you stop being destructive? (laughs) I'm just guessing. So my guess is it could be Blake, Ed, or Spencer. Yeah. Because we know Brendan's still around. Riley's still around. I would be surprised if she sent Damar home. As much as I don't want him to go home, there hasn't been a whole lot of anything with him either. I agree on that. So Hopefully Bennett goes home. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Hopefully Bennett and Noah go home. Oh, yeah. Noah, too. Well, it's very interesting to see who's left. Yeah. Because it's true, like, as mean as it was for Bennett to say what he said, Noah would never end up with Tasha. That's never going to happen. Yeah. She tried a younger guy with JPJ. Yeah. We don't know why that didn't work out, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. But Noah just seems so young. Like, I hate to agree with Bennett, but he does just seem really, really young. Yeah. And coming from us, that's like... Yeah. He's my age, so... Yeah, he is 25, so he's our age, but, which is weird. It is Because it's weird going on shows like this, some people are like, you're too young to get married. I'm like, I'm their age, and I'm married, and I have a kid, and I've been married, like, almost four years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's weird when you put it into perspective. Yep. Well, Mm. I guess we'll... Do our social medias again? Yeah. <laughs> that we just did on our last mini-sode. All right. So reach out to us. We are on Facebook, Instagram. We have a website and an email. So our Facebook is... Babies in the Bachelor. Our Instagram... Babies in the Bachelor. Our email... Babies in the Bachelor at gmail.com. And do you know our website? Babies in the Bachelor... No. Yes. Yeah. At no dot dot WordPress yes dot com dot com okay I was like I could I was like Wix site's the old one right yeah Wix like, site's the right. old one don't go to our Wix site I haven't deleted uh, it but so yeah. it's still there but it's babies in the bachelor dot WordPress dot com I wanted to like throw in for some reason like a dot org but I'm like I know that's not dot right. org we have created a formal organization. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks for listening again. Also, subscribe, comment, follow, yes, rate, review, whatever you do, wherever you listen, and we'll see you next week. Yep. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babies and the Bachelor: Moms Who Enjoy Trashy TV. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions and predictions. So make sure you reach out to us on our social media pages, and maybe we'll share it on our next episode. 
So yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.